Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now, you all didn't know the old me, that for 40 years, Darren, I was a kamikaze. The fact that I'm alive is a miracle. How about that? I've ridden steers, jumped off cliffs, been shot and been shot at, and I survived it all. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, we're alive. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to the RP Show. I'm going to move some things around here just because I can. It is a, what, Tuesday? Last day of May, and we got a fantastic program coming up for you here. On the RP Show, one half from South Florida and the other from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle as we welcome in our co-host Darren Moose-Dupont. We have a star-studded guest list today, not the least of which is, of course, Moose, but also coming up on the program today, we've got NHL Super Pest Matthew Barnaby. He's got some news that he wants to drop. And from TSN 1260 Edmonton, the great Jason Greger. And um, I don't know why I'm saying this, Moose, other than I opened up the text line and there's a lot of text messages from some very happy people. I don't know who's responsible, but they've all received their Bet Regal gear, like all of them, and they've had some funny comments over that. And and you've got your hoodie on there too, right? Uh, is yeah. it uh, cold there in the sweatpants capital? What's with because that thing is a hot mother, as I recall. What you're wearing right now? It's warm. We're in the single digit Celsius uh, this morning. It's going to get up to about 15 to 17 degrees, I think, this afternoon. So this will last for the morning and then the afternoon it'll come off. Hey, that's not too bad. I was setting up for the program today and I was thinking about this Um, in Saskatchewan. Just think about this. When we have those hot 31 degree sunny summer days, usually mid to late July with not a breath of wind. That's what it is here today in South Florida, and that's what it is almost every single day. Because you know there's those nights where you're at the, like Echo Lake, for instance, and you're at your buddy's cabin, and you're standing there looking over the lake, enjoying the twinkling lights across the water when it's a nice night. And it's like, how many nights a year do we get like this? At most three, probably. And it's just absolutely perfect down here so yeah and by the way speaking of bunny hugs i was walking through the pearson international airport in toronto the other day and i was wearing that bunny hug from the centennial cup i wanted to buy it but i didn't want to buy it you were with me you know why i didn't want to buy it i'm like this thing is good to minus 40 grade and where i'm going i'm not going to need it but it's so beautiful so i bought it for 90 dollars cash and as i was walking through the toronto airport darren this guy's like, hey, hey, hey. He was sitting at a departure gate. He's like, where'd you get that? I'm like, from the tournament? And he's like, I played in the Canada Cup. I played with Aurelia. We won it in 85. And I said, was that in Weyburn? And he's like, no, but we lost out to Weyburn the year before. And he couldn't believe that I knew. And I said, buddy, you got a, you got a good eye that you could pick that out from that far away. And he goes, it's a pretty iconic logo. And I'm like, absolutely it is. Hockey Canada and Tim Horton. So enough enough of that. Can you hit the quick six uh, show horn, please? Because I got a lot of things I want to get to today. 
Whoever wrote this Canadian press story, I like it. They got schutzpah. I'm reading exactly what they wrote. Start spreading the news. The New York Rangers have a date with the Tampa Bay Lightning in the NHL's Eastern Conference Final after knocking off the host Carolina Hurricanes 6-2 Monday night in Game 7. Chris Kreider scored twice for the Rangers, who ended Carolina's perfect home postseason run. New York advances to the Eastern Conference Final for the first time since 2015, which opens Wednesday in New York. So a couple things. Everybody says this is uh, Carolina's first home loss. True. But you know what? They never won a road game in these playoffs through two rounds. They never won once on the road. So you can be a great home team and go pretty far in Homer series, but you might want to win on the road if you're going to win a Stanley Cup. So I just noticed that today watching the NHL Network, which I love. I can't get enough of it. And Moose... I'll get your take on Game 7 last night because I only watched the first period. The Rangers had it firmly in control when I hit the hay, and they never let it go. But I was looking... Actually, no, I'll stop. Before I look at the Tampa Bay series, what are your takeaways from Game 7? Because we all, we all thought Carolina was going to win. Yeah, you know, you look at... Chris Kreider, for me, stands up. I mean, here's a guy who I think, for the most part, flies under the radar. We don't think about him as one of the elite goal scorers in the National Hockey League, even though he's one of, I believe, four players to hit 50 goals this year. You know, the usual suspects are in that list, but Chris Kreider jumps off the page and just continues to be great for New York. Slow start to the playoffs, but he was good. They got out to the lead. It was tough for Carolina because I think they continued to play well, control some of the play, got a lot of shots, but Igor Shesterkin was the, you know, Vesna candidate and the uh, Hart Trophy candidate that, we, that he was all season long. He's been that in this series. So he was really good. But but Kreider for me, two goals in that game. You know, they had made it a three-goal game again. Carolina had got on the board and maybe had some life. And Kreider put that away. So I like that from a leader like him. Well, and I'll tell you, uh, I, you know, back to the NHL network. I just love it because they spend so much time on every game. Listen, I thought TSN Sports Center was great, but they'll spend 20 minutes on a game. And, and, and analyze every aspect. And I love it. And they talked about Shesterkin. i got to start paying more attention to Igor Shesterkin. But I guess their goalie coach for the Rangers, I, I don't know who he is. I think they said his name was Ian Clark. But he describes Shesterkin as a hovercraft, that he just hovers, you know, around the puck when it's in the crease area. And I feel like we could just have a television show on goalies, just on goalies alone, and analyze all of them. And I would watch it. So anyways, they move on to face the lightning and it opens in New York as I mentioned on Wednesday so I'm looking at tickets Moose for the games in Tampa Bay and I'm thinking you know I probably could get a media pass but I haven't covered the lightning in Tampa all year long they're not going to probably give me a pass so I'm looking up the tickets what do you think the ticket range cost is in uh, Tampa Bay and I'm gonna I did prep Moose for this ahead of the show but <laughs> do you remember what I said well, um, I believe, and I got the low end right, was $250, the cheapest ticket in the building. And I think you said the high end was 1500 Was that right? Good memory, man. You were actually listening. Yes. Two I'm joking. I didn't know there would be a pop quiz. I didn't know there was going to be a pop quiz. No, I know, I know. $250 to $1,500 for game one. Sorry, well, game three, the first home game for the Lightning. And I'm like, nope. Nope. And I have no idea how people are affording these tickets 
<laughs> in the NHL. And that, and again, that's nothing. I, as a matter of fact, let's move on to round or point two. Round three, the Edmonton Oilers in Colorado Avalanche begin their best-of-seven Western Conference final tonight at Ball Arena in Denver. The series features two of the league's high-powered offenses and two marquee players. Avs forward Nathan McKinnon and Oilers forward Connor McDavid go head-to-head. Colorado enters the series with the best power play percentage in the playoffs at 34.5. The Oilers lead the playoffs in goals at 4.33. Again... NHL, well, no, it wasn't NHL Network. It was the NHL PR site that I was reading this morning that said Mike Smith, all-time, 13-1-5 against the Colorado Avalanche. That ain't bad. And a couple things. To the order fans that want to troll me for picking the Flames to win that last series, you going to troll me? Go troll Gretzky, too. Bet you won't. And I'm sure Wayne feels lower than a snake's belly that he picked the Flames to beat the Edmonton Oilers in round two, but so did I. Don't troll me, go troll Wayne. But if this doesn't tell you, Darren, it's not about numbers. We all love reading the numbers and the history. It's not about that. Who would have thought that Mike Smith would out-goaltend Jacob Markstrom in round two? I wouldn't. Nobody thought that. And just lastly, our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, Capital with dealerships all across the prairies, is... Who will win this round three series, the Oilers or the Avalanche? We've had it running on our Instagram uh, story at, at the Rod Peterson Show. Go uh, look it up. Like 53% are saying the Oilers are going to win it. If we can bring uh, the Moose back in. And that's the one thing. I put on Twitter, Darren, nobody picked the Oilers to win the last round. And people are like, I did, I did. Yeah, you're an Oilers fan. Of course, you're going to. Um, so for this round, I, again, 53% think the Oilers are going to win. How could you say that they won't? They just might. I think Colorado Absolutely. will win, but I wouldn't be shocked if they don't. Yeah, no, that's enough of me. You go ahead. Well, that's they, they very well may win this series. You know, there are huge question marks, and we heard this, you know, from Alan May, that Darcy Kemper is a question mark for the Colorado Avalanche until he proves that he's not. You know, Mike Smith is a question mark for the Flames until he proves that he's not. Well, I think when you when you put the two together, Mike Smith has probably proven more than Darcy Kemper has in these playoffs with the way he's been able to lock it down, especially on the heels of making mistakes. When Mike Smith makes a mistake, he seems to lock it down after, you know, at least the next game. So, yep. you know, maybe you have to give surprisingly Edmonton the edge in goal. You know, um, I think the forwards are probably a draw. Um, Colorado, I think, is still a little bit deeper. And then on the back end, you'd give Colorado the edge with, with Kale McCarr. So it's going to be a very good, tight series, I think. And they're talking about, I mean, I, I was watching Bernie Nichols yesterday on the show saying this might be the old Smite division, 8-7, 8-7 every night. And they were saying on, you know, the other networks that it, it's going to be like the auto, like driving on the Autobahn. It's just going to be going a million miles an hour. So this is going to be a lot of fun tonight. Uh, for sure. What's a lot of fun is what's going on the party in our comment section here right now. And thank you, everybody, for chiming <laughs> in. Uh, John Ohm, Ohm writes, RANGERS in all caps. Yeah, how about it? How's Gerard Gallant feeling right now about everything? Another thing we talked about in our morning meeting today. He has the Vegas Golden Knights in the rearview mirror. Like... Bernie spoke for a lot of people yesterday, Bernie Nichols, when he said, still can't believe the Golden Knights fired this guy. But whatever, 
Gerard ain't thinking about it. Um, from Alicia, watching on YouTube. And by the way, 37% of our viewership is female. Let's bump it up. I'd like to get it closer to 50 or more. Alicia says, uh, Vazzy is a beast and is going to be hard to beat. You can't sleep on the Avs, though. And the Flames played so good against Dallas. It makes sense you would have picked them, Rod. Thank you, Alicia. I appreciate that very much. But doesn't mean much now. My, my bracket, as they say, up in smoke. From Northside YEG in Edmonton says, Man, oh man, I cannot believe Peterson and Gretzky picks, picked the Flames in that last series. LOL. Who are they picking for this Oilers Colorado series? Yeah, Peterson and Gretzky. The only time they've been said in the same sentence. Was <laughs> from John Massey, who I like what he said. Is that on Instagram, I think, John Massey, an Oilers fan, wrote it. And he said, he and I are frenemies. I couldn't agree more. We like each other, but we like to fight. And John says, Rod said Colorado wins, so let's all put money on the Oilers. Again, a trolling, a trolling Oiler fan. As Chris Jones would say, win with class. By the way, I haven't ranted yet. I may, if and when I do. It's brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com, the preferred plumbing, heating, and cooling company of the RP Show. All their staff is watching. Tell Camco we're talking about him again, guys. To point three, CFL preseason play. And if you want to know my thoughts on tonight's Winnipeg Blue Bombers at Saskatchewan Rough Riders game, uh, it's at rodpeterson.com right now. It's running in my commentary at uh, Cat Country 98 and Rock 98.5 FM. This is Saskatchewan's first preseason game. It is Winnipeg's second and last Cody Fajardo will not play tonight. The star quarterback and my favorite pro football player won't play, nor will most of the Saskatchewan stars. Charleston Hughes, Mike Edom, uh, Shaq Evans, Duke Williams, most of the offensive line. And because of that, maybe it's a good thing Cody's not playing because we don't want him torn in half <laughs> by a Winnipeg defense that is going to be tuning up for the regular season. So I think Winnipeg wins handily tonight. I'll be watching the game on ESPN+. Plus. It's an 8.30 p.m. Eastern kickoff, right around the same time as the Avs and Orders. So I will likely be going back and forth. So I pick Winnipeg to win on a romp tonight. Any thoughts, Moose, on the game for you? Um, no, interested to see some of the depth players for sure. Um, Brett Lawther's not going to play either, I don't think. So we'll get to see some of nope. these uh, international kickers, I think, or whoever they have in behind Brett. Uh, kicking the football but uh yeah i'll be mostly i'll be tuned into the oilers and avs game tonight i'll be following this one on my phone probably uh checking some stats if they have them available as i say <clears throat> pardon me i see now why the cfl has staunchly wanted to avoid the stanley cup playoffs i get it now but it takes leaving the forest if you know what I mean. Because <laughs> when you're in Saskatchewan, where the biggest thing, and the only thing in your world is that football team that wears green and white, you wouldn't understand why we should be able to kick off whatever the hell we want. Midnight on New Year's Eve, everybody's going to be watching. My God, we're the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Why wouldn't you want to watch us? 
And then you get outside the province, oh wait, there's another world out here! Who knew? So I, now I have no idea when is the best time to play a CFL season. I mean, ratings will be high, I think, in Saskatchewan and Winnipeg for this game, but I don't know about the rest of the world. Um, but we'll be very interested in the, out, in the outcome, I guess, and the score and who played well. Uh, from Ted in Red Deer says, Exhibition games, every snap is a job interview. Absolutely, and it's the ultimate reality TV. Again, the game will be on TSN tonight. Um, Brad Sham said it, our good friend and the radio voice of the Dallas Cowboys. He said, Moose, if you remember, exhibition games don't count but they matter and that was a very good point from him let's uh what do we got for time oh we got a break so when we come back we're going to talk uh blue jays steve nash going to the hall of fame should he cebl and uh, more stanley cup playoffs and cfl whatever you want so we're halfway through the warm-up you're watching on game plus tv youtube live and 24-hour sports radio rodpeterson.com Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, buddy, welcome back on this Tuesday, episode number 768 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. Let me get my breaking news bell before we bring the moose back in. And we're brought to in part, by the way, uh, by Taco Time. It's Taco Tuesday in the over 120 Taco Time locations across Canada. All you need to worry about and get serious about this is hard shell or soft shell, beef or veggie. What do you think, moose? Should we step outside our comfort zone and go to a soft shell i i'm one of those if it's not broken don't fix it thing guys you know or i guess we could i guess we could change it up what would we order I, why would you do that well for me uh, it just feels like a burrito that's not closed you know so i just <laughs> exactly. and less toppings yeah so I go with the hard shell. Uh, yeah, I think we'll stick, we'll stick with what's working. But I had the taco salad in Estevan at the taco time on Kensington Avenue, and it was next level. Um, we don't need to put up the poll thing again, other than to say it's brought to you by Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. 67% uh, on Twitter saying the Colorado Avalanche will win this round three series. Nelson Hackowitz, who, like me, is a Golden Knights fan, for now, Nelson, me, not Nelson, he says the Avalanche will win, and here's why. In the playoffs, the Oilers have taken 60 minor penalties. Colorado has taken just 29 all playoffs. Mm, very confident, very confident comment there from Nelson, but it's going to come down to way more than that, obviously. New York Rangers, by the way, the youngest team in the Stanley Cup playoffs Final Four, and I want to say this again. This is what I wanted to get to, and I never did. And we're, I got so much stuff to get to today. Two hours ain't enough, Moose. Thank God we're replaying later on tonight at 10 p.m. Pacific. Um, James Dolan, the... Oh, wait. 
stop. I just went all squirrel. The breaking news today is Kevin Costner is going to be the parade marshal for the Calgary Stampede. Can we get a Yahoo? Something right. from Rick Regan, please. Kevin Costner. John Dutton. Wiki wiki. Pick one. How about that? Right on. There we go. Hit them all. Yeah. I like it. Touch them all. Touch them all, Clark. <laughs> John Dutton, Kevin Costner will be the parade marshal for the Calgary Stampede. So I just wanted to get that out there. And we're going to be there in Calgary for the Stampede parade and the whole shooting match. And I couldn't be happier. We'll get to more of that later. All morning, my mind's been echoing with lines from Yellowstone. Take him to the frickin' train station! When he thought the guy was dead and then found out he wasn't dead, take him to the effing train station! What's wrong with you? Anyways. Huh? That moment. That moment, he's sitting up there playing guitar and he walks in and you just know. Like, that's like when you walk into the house... And sneak in at 2 a.m. and your dad's sitting there, your mom's sitting there on the kitchen table, right? And you're just like, that anticipation, oh my God, he's going to kill somebody. I thought John Dutton would be way more upset than he was. But he was like, take him to the effing train station. Anyways, back to that Rangers thing for a second. And, And trust me, we'll get to all the other stuff here. For instance... My cousin Christine is watching in Medicine Hat, and she says, we have a baseball game, hockey, and football to watch tonight. Oh, my. That's from Chris. There's actually more, and that's what I wanted to get into. But I'm looking at these Rangers, dude. Like, it, we're in the middle of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Nobody's stopping to think about what's gone on here. But let's just remember a year ago, they fired the president, John Davidson. They fired the general manager, Jeff Gorton, Correct. They fired the coach at the end of the year, David Quinn. They fired everybody. And here they are in the conference final. And they brought in Chris Drury and they brought in, uh, obviously, Gerard Gallant. And I guess, I didn't know this, but last summer, James Dolan, Jim Dolan, the president of that group, Knicks, Rangers, and whoever else is in it, sent out a letter to the season ticket holders saying that they were in a rebuild. This is going to be tough. Stick with us. This is from James Dolan. And the guys on NHL Network this morning, Steve Conroy was one of the analysts. You wouldn't probably remember Steve Conroy. He's pretty good on there. And he's like, the Rangers are two years ahead of a rebuild. So my point to you, Darren, is how do you feel about a letter? I'm not big on letters to the fans. Ottawa, a couple years ago, the Red Blacks CFL team sent a letter to the fans, basically apologizing for how crappy they were. And I don't really see any sign that they got better. Um, Letters to fans and season ticket holders means nothing to me. If anything, hold a town hall. Invite your season ticket holders down to ask their questions. But most owners and presidents don't have the balls to do that. But to the Rangers' credit, they did, and look where they are. So how are you on how the ownership and presidents communicate with the fans? Yeah, I wish there was a little more communication sometimes, but you don't need it all the time. Like communication just to communicate and just to say you're doing it and check a box. I'm never a fan of that. You know, when the organization's going through a tough time that's unexpected and there's been mistakes, I think, you know, a letter to the fans or, you know, um, going and actually visiting some of the season ticket holders or having a town hall is a great thing because it's like, look at. Our plan got blown up a little bit here, but we're going to readjust. We're going to retool. We're going to bring in Gerard Galan and 
we're doing this, so stick with us because we're going to be really good. And they are ahead of schedule. They're, I thought they were about a year ahead of schedule. They said on the NHL Network, as you mentioned, two years ahead of schedule. So there's going to be a bright window here oh. for hockey fans in New York, in the biggest market. I think that's tremendously exciting for the league. Andrew Stutt. Okay, different way of looking at this. He's the Quebecer watching on YouTube. Says, the way the Rangers have gone makes me excited to see what Jeff Gorton does with my Habs. Yeah, but should it? They had to fire him to play better. I, I'm just devil's advocate thinking here. He put in the wrong coach, clearly, in David Quinn. If I've even got his name right, which I believe I do. What makes So they built a good team. Yes. And Alexi Lafreniere is playing like the first overall pick that we thought that he would should be. But there were a lot of mistakes made in New York. You know, and uh, going into this season, I was on that Rangers podcast, the Top Head podcast, and, you know, I said, what what would make you believe that the Rangers are going to finally achieve their potential? And here they are. But that it took a new GM and a new president and a new coach to do that. And I'll just say one last thing. The Rangers won the Stanley Cup in 1994 under this conglomerate. And while the Rangers fan loved it, fans it's like the Leafs and Raptors. The Raptors win an NBA championship and nobody cares. I talked about this yesterday. Rangers won a Stanley Cup at 94 and nobody cares because the Knicks suck. <laughs> They've sucked forever. It's just the flip of the whole thing. Um, Andrew Stute says there's a bigger story to the Gorton firing from what I heard. Oh, there always is, Grasshopper. There always is. Um... From the viewers. Uh, where the, Oh, from Darren in Salt Lake City. Favorite John Dutton line talking to young Carter. Nothing's fair. If that ain't the truth. You want life lessons? Watch oh. Yellowstone. Bingo! Uh, another one from NY Cat. NY Cat. Is that New York? He says, Mike Smith is just a bad matchup for the Avs forwards. McDavid won't be able to compensate for a bad goalie. He already kind of has, dude. Let's not forget Mike Smith let in a 132-foot shot last series, and they still won the game. So, but... Why do I... I feel like I'm the unofficial PR machine for the NHL Network. But again, today, they broke down the film of the Orders and Flames, and it's not all about the Orders' speed. Conroy was pointing out five guys below the dots in the defensive zone, obviously. They took care of their own end first. And nobody really thinks about that when you think of Kane scoring all these goals and Neon Leon with all his points and Connor doing his thing. They were taking care of their own end first. Uh, so, yeah, I'm enjoying the discussion, and clearly everybody else is too. Let me jump back and get on point. Point four, Kevin Gosman is on the mound tonight when the Toronto Blue Jays open a three-game homestand against the Chicago White Sox. The Jays, who swept a four-game series with the Angels in L.A., have won five straight and have improved their record to 27-20, and 20, only five and a half out of top spot in the American League East. Gosman will be looking for his fifth win of the MLB season. Lucas Giolito pitches for the White Sox tonight at Rogers Center. Point five, Steve Nash a two-time NBA MVP and voted one of the league's 75 greatest players of all time, is among a group of seven who will be inducted into the Canadian Basketball Hall of Fame. It was announced yesterday. 
Also entering the hall are three-time NBA champion Rick Fox and Toronto Raptors founder John Bithove, among others. And there was an LPGA thing here. I should read this for the sake of women's sport. Point six, most players on the LPGA women's tour talk about the love of the game and the never-ending dream of winning. The topic of money always comes up for the U.S. Women's Open. However, where their purse has a life-changing impact. This week, the Open features an historic $10 million purse at Pine Needles Lodge and Golf Club in Southern Pines, North Carolina. I had no idea that the U.S. Women's Open had this kind of purse. Did you? Winner no, will take home $1.8 million. Yeah, $1.8 million the winner will take home. Amazing. That's awesome. Sorry, I thought you had a point on that. Now. No, no. It's causing awesome. My... Cousin Christine was saying, what are the other things going on tonight? And I, you can pick and choose what you'd like, but I wrote this down and let me uh, get to it here. Obviously, we've been talking Stanley Cup. You'd have to watch these on streaming because they're not all on television, but the Western Hockey League's Western, fi Western Finals going to Game 7. Kamloops tonight, Sandman Center. The Kamloops Blazers home to the Seattle Thunderbirds. The winner will face Edmonton in the league final. And I'm wondering this, if Seattle wins... Do you think they would just keep going to Edmonton because the series opens on Friday? What's today? Tuesday? Why would you even go back to Seattle? This would be a Darren DuPont burn the boats situation. We're packing our bags to go to Edmonton, boys. So we got a winning Camus where he's going to keep on trucking. That's what I would yeah. do. Yeah, why not, right? You're already most of the way there, halfway there. I, I would do that. Absolutely. That's exactly what they should do. Plan for going to the final. Yeah. Blue, and then teams have done that. I Actually, more teams have done that than not. It's like if the, the next series is past the place you're playing next, pack your bags, we're going to win and keep going. I love it. Usually works too, by the way. Um, and then Blue Jays, White Sox, as I say, CFL preseason Riders, Bombers. Um, I didn't even write it down, but there's two CEBL games tonight. And that's my point. I'll, I'll get into this later, but... I wonder how much traction the league's gaining. I saw some highlights on TSN Sports Center the other day. They're cracking the national newswire. This is in my sports update, but the Ottawa Blackjacks travel to face the Montreal Alliance tonight in Verdun, which is cool. Blackjacks lost their opener to the Fraser Valley Bandits, 90-87, and the Alliance are 1-1 one one following uh, a victory over the Scarborough Shooting Stars the other day. We talked about that. And the Guelph Nighthawks host the Niagara River Lions tonight at the Sleeman Center. So there's two games there. You can watch it on CBC Gem or CEBL+. And then the Western Canadian Baseball League continues with games all over the West. And this is more a Saskatchewan-Alberta league because I don't see any teams in Manitoba or B.C. that they call themselves the Western Canadian Baseball League. But I think it's important, Moose, because they're watching us in those markets. <clears throat> Pardon me. Swift Currents at Regina tonight. Weyburn is at Moose Jaw. Okotoks is at Medicine Hat. And Fort McMurray is at Brooks. Are they honoring the Bandits tonight at the Brooks baseball game? I'd like to think so. So there's a lot going on. We're going to pause and bring in Barney, Matthew Barnaby. Moose, we'll see you in hour two. You bet. It is daytime sports and entertainment talk. The RP Show. We'll be right back. You're watching on the Game Plus television network, YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio streaming round the clock at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Hey, welcome back, everybody, and want to welcome again brand new sponsor and partner, Cavendish Farms. They are proud supporters of Canadian Junior Hockey and our coverage of it. And we're going to continue the hockey talk now as we welcome in our good friend Matthew Barnaby, 834 NHL game. Whoa, nice. 834 (laughs) NHL games played. Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Tampa, New York Rangers, Colorado, Chicago, and Dallas. You'd think I'd remember that all, but that's a lot, Barney. I think I know exactly where you are. Is that Lake Louise, my man? That is, first of all, you're going to go horse trying to remember all the teams that I played for. But uh, I do appreciate that. Yes, drove in for the day from Bam. Uh, beautiful, beautiful vacation. Uh, but yes, spending a day in Lake Louise, absolutely stunning for anyone that hasn't been here. Oh, that is fantastic. Good for you. You're out there for a wedding. Did I see that on your social media? <laughs> No, don't 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 tell my girlfriend that. <laughs> That's going to scare me right there. Uh, no, I was in for an Alzheimer's event in Calgary with Mike Commodore, a bunch of of the alumni. Uh, we were fortunate enough to raise 1.3 million for Alzheimer's. So, uh, just a great event for Gordy Howe cares. And then, while you're out here, you got to make the trip and do Banff and Lake Louise. It would be a waste uh, if I didn't. Yeah, do you ever good for you, man? Enjoy. We'll be back there before too long. So we have a final four in the Stanley Cup playoffs that features Colorado Edmonton and the New York Rangers and Tampa Bay Lightning. How many of those would you have foreseen happening? I didn't have uh, those four teams. I had Colorado, uh, did not have Edmonton in there, um, and I didn't have the New York Rangers, but I did have Tampa. I thought it was going to be a lot better series between Florida. I thought Florida was really a juggernaut, but uh, Tampa shows why they're a two-time just. Defending Stanley Cup champions. So New York Rangers found a way. I thought they would win game seven. Uh, Carolina just couldn't figure out their power play, couldn't win on the road, and that came back to bite them. But uh, I think these are going to be two great series, and especially that Avs-Colorado. I really think uh, Avs-Colorado against Edmonton. You have two of the best players in the game and arguably the best player to ever play the game in Connor McDavid facing uh, McKinnon. So I think that's going to be absolutely electric series and just great for hockey. Yes, and to be honest with you, let's just go a little deeper down that road because Bernie Nichols was on here yesterday, our Bet Regal ambassador, NHL ambassador. He's like, I don't even want to touch that series right now in terms of a prediction. Like, <laughs> nor do I. Uh, t- like, can we agree it'll be long and fast? But uh, what do we see coming out of this? Yeah, I, I see it being long and fast. I, I'm going to take Edmonton only purely from the betting standpoint of getting a lot of plus money you know you're almost gonna have to bet two to one for colorado uh and i don't think they're two to one favorites in this series so betting wise i like edmonton i think it's gonna be a long series i can guarantee it's gonna be fast uh the one thing with uh you look at edmonton and and calgary they just couldn't stop Connor mcdavid in that series and he was just dominant he's been dominant all, all playoffs long they have someone almost as good as Connor mcdavid and nathan mckinnon so it's going to be so fast uh, so fun to watch and two of the best young players uh, to ever play the game. It's going to be an awesome series and I just pray it's long. I thought I thought Tampa, uh, Florida was going to be long and unfortunately uh, we didn't see that. 
Okay, Barney, you've brought it up twice. I'm always here for the Florida discussion and, uh, and that Tampa series. And again, I hate to quit, quote Bernie, but I want to tell you what he said yesterday. He thinks the Leafs would have beat Florida if the Leafs had gotten by Tampa. Like, why is everybody trouncing Florida? And they deserve it. I mean, they got swept in round two with a President's Cup winning team. But where do you see them going from here? Yeah, I think it would have been a better series uh, playing Toronto. I think it, it was a better matchup for them. Tampa, listen. When Tampa starts rolling, they're, they're, they're almost impossible to stop. I mean, because they have arguably the best goalie in the world in, in Andre Vasilevsky. So you're not going to get easy ones on him. And certainly when it comes time uh, and the chips are down, he, he's the guy. Uh, Florida just didn't play well in the series. Their best game was game four. They should have won that one. But when you lay an egg for pretty well three of the first four games in the series uh, against a team like Tampa Bay and, and all the the weapons that they have, even without Braden Point, uh, you're just not going to to thrive in that series. So Tampa showed us why um, they're as good as they are. And if you don't bring your A game, you're not going to beat them. Uh, you have to bring your A, A-plus game to beat them, and then you still have to solve Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, by the way, Barney, the viewers are having some fun with this and pointed out, I think it was Jeff and Winnipeg, <laughs> the three of the four in the final four are your alumni. Your alumni of three of the final four. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty good chance damn, most of the teams damn, would, you would be. <laughs> yeah, why, why, why couldn't they have done it when I was there, right? <laughs> How about that? Yeah, good point. Look, Barney, you and I travel in a lot of the same circles, and I just want to let's take a diversion from the, the teams that are in the playoffs and talk some that aren't. And uh, for instance, I was at the Centennial Cup, man, and there was a, it was awesome, and there was a lot of NHL or former NHLers there. And we're in the luxury suites of the beautiful Estevan rink, and the people are leaning over the table at me going, well, you're a Golden Knights fan. Those are your buddies. Who's really running that team down there? And I'm like, I don't know, and I don't want to know, because right now it doesn't look good, especially with what Gerard Glantz doing. I bet this, you're getting those kind of questions too, uh, man. Like, what is going on with Vegas? Man, colossal disaster, isn't it, from what we saw in the first couple of years? And everything they touched uh, turned to gold. George McPhee was was running the ship there. I honestly don't know who's doing it now. And I love Gerard Gallant. I just think he is a, a, a tremendous person. Um, I thought it was unfair how that all played out there. But, yeah, it's been a disaster from cap situation to goalie situation to uh, coaches being fired and just not producing when you get a guy like, Jack Eichel into the fold. So where do they go from here? Listen, they have a lot of expectations and heavy expectations after what they accomplished in the first couple of years. So it's a great place to be, a great place to play. Um, they have some magic from the first few years, but uh, they better figure it out quick or there's going to be some other people losing their job and it's going to be a little higher up in the food chain. Oh, yeah. Well, somebody went so far as to say, well, it's a joke that they went to the Stanley Cup. It's too bad they went to the Stanley Cup in their first season. I don't believe that. I don't think you do that easily. How do you feel about that comment? No, it's, it, listen, the, all things aligned for the Golden Knights because of the cap situation and being a flat cap where we were in the Sally Cap era and pe people trying to unload contracts. And Seattle didn't get uh, the same result and, and the same options that they did. So there was still a lot of great maneuvering by George McPhee at the time at the expansion draft and then parlaying that into making great decisions in trades and personnel. So uh, this team was built great. Uh, unfortunately, they just didn't live up to expectations last year. I still thought they were going to find a way until the numbers were just coming and Dallas was just a way better team, more consistent, and they just couldn't put up. 
Absolutely. Barney, uh, listen, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Looks like you got a great day planned, but tell us about Matthew Barnaby Unfiltered. It's happening. You got the podcast dropping. Let everybody know about it. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty darn excited about it. Obviously, I work with uh, Bet99 in Canada, uh, and this is just another part of it. Uh, for me, uh, I always wanted my podcast uh, to be a little bit different. And when I started it a few years ago, I enjoyed doing it, but it wasn't exactly how I wanted. So um, it's going to be everything, everything from life to sports to gambling. Um, and as you know me and we know each other very well, and uh, you've been very uh, kind to have me on and, and just really appreciate all the time that we've spent together. But it's going to be everything that I think in life and, and my humble opinion, uh, whether you like it or not. So uh, going to be launching game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs, hopefully, hopefully from Edmonton, uh, live there and uh, a lot of interactive stuff coming and also we'll be at the Memorial Cup, hopefully to cheer on my best friend, Jay McKee and the Hamilton Bulldogs. Oh, wow. Well, Barney, you got the best takes. I know this is going to be a must listen. Uh, good luck with it. Anything you need, you know where to find us and enjoy the rest of your trip. I appreciate the time today. Awesome. You're the man. Keep up the awesome work. Watch you every day, buddy. Thanks, buddy. The great Matthew Barnaby. Big fan of his. Always have been. We'll be right back with a Taco Time viewer takeover and a sports update. Everything else that's going on in the world of sports when we return. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. YouTube Live. And if you missed any portion of the, prod of the uh, broadcast, you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It is uh, Taco Time Viewer Takeover. Taco Tuesday, as you know, all across Canada, with over 120 locations. Um, Larry Dye, as I open up the text line, 902-518-3033. Larry Dye in Medicine Hat says, was it me, just me, or did I hear a huge sigh of relief from NHL headquarters last night? Oh, boy. I'd have to, he's talking about the Rangers winning last night to beat Carolina in game seven. I don't know. Remind me of that, Larry. Text again to open up hour two, and I want to ask, put that to Moose. I'd like to think that the league offices aren't biased towards some teams than others, but you know they are. Did they want the Rangers to win last night? I should have put that to Barney. I should have opened up the text a little early. I'd like to think there's some integrity in the game. All these years later, you know there isn't, but boy, did people love that worst owners discussion last uh, yesterday. I loved it, too. Worst owners in sports. Although, because I hang around with so many of them, I was very careful about what we talked about. But Todd in Red Deer's watching on Game Plus TV, and he says, on the topic of bad owners, Jerry Jones fires Jimmy Johnson after winning two Super Bowls then wins another with the team Jimmy built. Now, since Jerry began running the personnel... Zero Super Bowls. However, he built a new stadium and a practice facility that boggles the mind. So good owner, bad owner, or great owner? Well, Jerry Jones is in the Hall of Fame, and all that matters 
is winning. That's all that matters. You can sell your soul to win, and I think anybody would, would do that. Uh, but if you sell your soul and lose, that sucks. And we know owners that have done that too, and presidents. Steve Smith, where is he? Steinbach, Manitoba. He says, I love these Stanley Cup playoffs. Avs and Edmonton is must-watch TV. This is a dream for the NHL, says Steve from Steinbeck. And it goes on to say, I got to say this, these Stanley Cup players, awesome. Original six team in the final, four, along with Edmonton and Colorado. Oh, yeah, Rangers in Tampa, I guess. I mean, we were watching the game the other day. Who the heck? Oh, is with Darren and his gal. And I said the Rangers are the most valued team in the NHL, and she couldn't believe it. A lot of people worth more, valued more than the Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs are the New York Rangers. And that's my point. I got to spend far more time in the United States and travel around a little bit to get a take on this because you come from Canada where it just it's a different it's different as far as the NHL is concerned. You would yeah. We'll get into that more next hour too. From Metal Shingle Guy <clears throat> He says, hockey is pretty much 12 months now. Normally, all the Canadian teams are toast early enough for the CFL to open up sooner in the spring. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play in hour one. He says, minus 40 Celsius games can't be good. Can they? He brings up the good point. He's like, it's not always the Canadian team that goes this far or is in the Stanley Cup final. So the CFL should be safe. But is it? We'll talk about that with Moose next hour. Regarding those baseball teams in the pro baseball leagues, <clears throat> Jeff in Redmond, Oregon, watching on Game Plus TV, says the West Coast League has baseball teams in Edmonton, Kamloops, Kelowna, Nanaimo, Victoria, as well as 11 teams in Washington and Oregon. They start playing today. It's a collegiate summer league. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the WCBL isn't accurately the Western Canadian Baseball League but they're not going to call it the Saskatchewan Alberta Baseball League. Hour two coming up with Moose and Jason Greger after this on Game Plus TV. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.